Galnet News Digest, 30th of October, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Bully Boy Sirius muscles in on Ramtar Tech. Mars Tribune denies involvement in bot hacking scandal. Kincaid remains non-executive. Fuelum faces constitutional challenge. Galaxy Simulator goes live. Bully Boy Sirius muscles in on Ramtar Tech. Lee Yong-ri, CEO of the Sirius Corporation, has made engineer Ramtar an offer he can't refuse. TAR's research establishment at Phoenix Base was raided by persons unknown last week. Although the raiders were repelled, the incident has created concern that the engineers' work on integrating Guardian technologies into human-controlled fighters may be attracting unwanted attention from other technology concerns. Now, the Sirius Corporation, one of the largest technology concerns in the galaxy, has offered to protect Ramtar from thugs that may want to steal his inventions, and have also offered to mass-produce Tar's designs on his behalf. Sirius Corporation has a history of looking after smaller companies with innovative ideas, such as Metadrive Incorporated, a company set up to reverse-engineer Thargoid technology which Sirius rescued from insolvency after a series of financial irregularities were discovered and its chairman, Femi Dakarai, unexpectedly passed away in a manner that left no doubt that the Sirius Corporation could not be implicated. It seems certain that if Ramtar chooses to accept Sirius Corporation's kind offer, he will remain safe. Mars Tribune denies involvement in bot-hacking scandal. A spokesman for the Mars Tribune was red-faced last night after incorrectly using refute to mean deny. The Mars Tribune denies that it had anything to do with the installation of spy software on numerous Achilles Corporation helper bots in the Sol system claiming that the spate of exclusive revelations about the bot owners were entirely the work of good journalism. Kingsley Cordova, owner of the Tribune, insisted that his paper maintains the highest standards of journalism. He suggested that the Federal Security Service should think carefully before making allegations about his company, suggesting that the spy bots probably have access to large amounts of sensitive data about the FSS and that it would be highly unfortunate should this information be revealed publicly. Kincaid remains non-executive. President Gibson Kincaid, recently re-elected for his second term, has failed to persuade Congress to grant him executive powers that would have made him more powerful than the Prime Minister. Kincaid has accepted the decision, although he remains convinced that an empowered president would be a benefit for the alliance. Prime Minister Mahan has announced a package of concessions to the role of president. The presidential term will be extended from one to three years, although the restriction that a president may only serve two terms remains in place. 
The President will now oversee a new diplomatic function, the Office of the Alliance President, consisting of the existing Alliance ambassadorial staff. The office will be non-political and represent the Alliance in all external relations. President Kincaid has promised that he'll put his new team of ambassadorial emissaries to good use. Fulham faces constitutional challenge. The Fuel Rats Mischief, the political wing of the Fuel Rats Rescue Organisation, looked like it might lose control of its home system at the weekend, following the sudden rise of the previously fringe Constitution Party. Rising from 6% influence at the beginning of October, the Constitution Party peaked at 70% influence. However, the Fuel Rats have many friends, many of them equipped with weapons. By Sunday night, Fuel Rats Mischief had drawn level, and by Monday the system was saved for the nozzle-wielding Siberian hamsters by a resounding 30% lead over the would-be usurpers. It looks like the mischievous rodents will rule Fulham for the foreseeable future. The Fuel Rats remain dedicated to their main goal of rescuing stranded commanders and will willingly provide assistance to any opponent who's run out of fuel. Galaxy Simulator goes live. The Pilots Federation Galaxy Simulator 3.3 went live today without a hitch, thanks to a wild-eyed commander Dav Stott. The simulation showcases a significantly improved cockpit view, including night vision for those pesky eclipses. The dramatic improvements to exploration, with the introduction of the full system scanner and the Is It Golf or Is It Snooker planetary probe trickshot system, new scenarios that will allow factions to appeal to commanders for assistance, and the introduction of a happy place for factions in the new, more understandable political system. Not yet ready for inclusion are squadrons, enhancements to mining technology, and the rumoured new ships, including the Great Phantom. The improvements that can be previewed in the Galaxy Simulator could be ready to use for real as early as Tuesday the 27th of November. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.